Welcome to the Provost Perspective. My name is Patrick. This podcast is dedicated to the opinions, thoughts, and experiences of my wife, Carolyn, and I's journey through marriage, children, and life as a whole. While the topics we discuss may be varied, we will do our best to orbit around marriage, relationships, love, and family. Welcome again, and we hope you enjoy. All right, so this week, um, I thought we'd, so background story for everybody. Uh, The wife and I had a pretty lengthy conversation last night, and it got a bit emotional. Um, And we felt like, you know, maybe that's something that we should share. Um, Not the details, because that's none of y'all's fucking business. But, um, you know, the lessons that we kind of learned from it. You know, we've been together now for about 10 years, married for about eight, which isn't a long time, but it's better than the national average. So I'll take that as a win. We've had ups and downs with communication. We have ups and downs with how we talk to each other. Um, And the big thing that we learned last night, uh, at least that I learned from it, is... Sometimes when we're talking to each other, we're not hearing what the other person's saying. And because of that, we're not providing the right emotional support that the other person may need. You know, and that's kind of what I pulled away from it last night. Um, and I, I felt like that was an important message to share. And maybe we can start that as a topic of conversation. Okay. What do you think? Let's roll. What you got? <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know. I'm, I'm still... Not reeling from last night, but I'm still kind of in my emotional state from yesterday. It's had a good effect on me today. Yeah. Um, I've been struggling with the same issue for years, um, and it's improved a lot dramatically over are you, the Are you comfortable years, telling everybody what that issue is? I mean, yeah. No, that's fine. I, um, I have some self-conscious issues, self-esteem issues. Um, I've always struggled with my appearance and how I look and, um, take that for vanity, if you will. Um, and the worst therapist in the world helped me through a lot of it. And, uh, my husband's been a great proponent in my healing from that as well. Um, but it's just started to become more of a struggle again over the last year or so. Um, and I'm not sure about all the factors that have contributed to it. Life has just gotten a little hectic, uh, as my kids get older. And, uh, my husband took on a much more strenuous job, which was pretty easy for me to deal with those first two years. But towards the end of it, it was just, we weren't around much. I didn't have my backbone there for me. And I started to fall back into a little of my not feeling okayness, mm-hmm. if that's a word. Um, so there's that. And in my own way, I guess, I was asking for help, but not in a way that made sense to you. Yeah. Um, so because I was asking in my way and not asking in your way, you didn't know I needed help, and it just kind of came to a head in... Yeah, and it was such a it was such a weird thing. It, was. it just, I, you know, there's um, an analogy that um, Ryan Mickler used a couple weeks ago on his podcast about uh, a kettle coming to boil. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't talk about things. You don't talk about things, and eventually it, it 
the kettle gets hotter and hotter and hotter, and then one day it just springs a leak and starts whistling. Mm-hmm. And it kind of did that last night, and it, it kind of took me off guard, and I think it took you off guard quite a bit, um, because I realized that there was things that I weren't, I wasn't giving you that you needed, um, as far as like you know, I thought I was, I thought I was doing what you needed me to do, but right. only to find out in the course of the conversation that I, that I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't doing what you needed me to do, and part of it was I didn't understand what you wanted from me or needed from me. Right. Um, and the other part of it is maybe I wasn't really listening because I, I probably could have, you know, times have come up, but I probably could have gleaned what it is you wanted. And I just, maybe I didn't pay close enough attention and I wasn't, um, you know, really listening to what it mm-hmm. is you were trying to get from it. But it got emotional. It got hectic. It didn't, it wasn't a fight, but it was an emotional conversation. And it got to the point where we we finally had to go, okay, what is it that we're saying to each other that we need to get through? Mm-hmm. Um, and that how do we move past this and the lesson is you're there's going to be gaps in your conversation no matter how much you talk about things sometimes you're just going to miss stuff uh, men and women talk differently in different languages yep. right um and unfortunately if you haven't experienced it or don't have a lot of you know well i guess experience um <laughs> in dealing with that stuff it's it's going to be you're going to struggle with it. And we've, we've had major struggles in the past. And though we made major strides, like we're still noticing things that we're, we haven't quite got figured out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you needed things for me that I wasn't aware that you needed. But I wasn't portraying them in a way that you understood. Right. Um, so learning how to talk to each other in each other's respective language yeah. um, takes time. And a lot of effort and a lot of um, <laughs> screw-ups yeah. to figure out. Um, and though we do really well with it most of the time, this just seems to be one that kind of fell off to the side. And I think part of it was not just that I wasn't portraying it in the right language, but that I wanted the help, but I didn't want to talk about it either. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the problem. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I guess... Part of it, I mean, I don't want to say it's just you not communicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also me not really listening in your language, right? Because I've learned over the years to, to listen to what you're saying, even when you're not saying it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and sometimes we get really comfortable in the flow of our life, you know, our routine, the chaos that we have surrounding four children and, you know, um, a 16-hour workday for me and a you know, 24 seven work day for you. Um, and sometimes we get so caught in the routine that we don't stop and, and actually like listen to what the other person's saying. And I'm not just saying the active listening part because we do, there's give and take and active listening. We're, we're pretty good at that. It's the reading between the lines stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that definitely, you know, added to, you know, the event that we had last night and it's, it's still pretty fresh. It's still pretty raw. Um, but we've, felt like it was important to share um that's the whole point the purpose of this podcast or blog or whatever the fuck you want to call it is the idea to to share not just our wins and our lessons that we've learned but also the 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 turmoil and the times when it's not going well and and maybe catalog it so you know even if there's only three people that ever listen to this podcast there's going to be four when they grow up and they're going through marriage yep that maybe they listen to this podcast and they, they learn some stuff that we decided to record when they were four or five and six that they're like, Oh fuck, my dad did this too. My mom did this too. Right. You know, 
in case we're not around, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, but I plan on being around long past 100, so oh, well, speak for yourself. I plan on <laughs> uh, not being connected to the uh, the world as a whole at that point. I'm going to be a hermit. <laughs> oh. I'm going to be a mountain man. Yeah. Um, it's funny because far too often we find at least 90% of our family and our friends think we have this perfect relationship and iconic marriage and it's not though it's not perfect we have our flaws and we're not perfect at everything and yeah. it's it's not this gold medal you know yeah. trophy we carry around we we do have things that we work on and we do have things that we've had to push really hard to figure out so hard <laughs> so hard phrasing um but I mean, and, you're right, and I think that, but we also, we don't air our dirty laundry. You know what I mean? No. Um, like, if I'm having a rough go. You mean like now? But even then, it's not the specifics, you know what no. I mean? Um, yeah. It's not like we get on Facebook and I'm like, my fucking wife, blah, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. If I've got, a, a, if I'm in a fucking state and I'm mad, like, I'm going to call one person and the big dummy is going to fucking listen to me vent for 10 minutes, know that I'm okay, and know that I'm going to get over it. Right. Just like I imagine you probably do the same thing with Alicia or whoever. Yeah. Um, but, like... Her her first sentence is usually, well, did you talk to him about it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Usually my go-between with her is, uh, so first I need you to tell me if I'm overreacting, because she will. Yeah. And second... Whether or not I'm overreacting, okay, so if I'm not, I need to do this, and if I am, I need to do that. Either way, I have to talk to you about it, so yeah. I go in with it with a different light, knowing whether or not I'm being crazy. Well, yeah, because that's what it always comes down to. If I've got an issue with you, I'm going to come to you with it, right? Yeah. But I also go and talk to uh, the big dummy and be like, hey. Because he'll tell you if you're being stupid, too. Am I just being an asshole? <laughs> or, you yeah. know? And he'll tell me, yeah, you're being a dick, stop it. You yeah. Um, but... It's that thing. It's like it's it's constant repetitions of we've got to work through stuff, and sometimes we yeah. get into emotional state. And I think part of it is we've both been in elevated stress levels um, with the kids being home and having to do school and running around, and us not being able to leave the house, and you know all this other stuff that's going on. I think that adds to mm -hmm. what is already an emotional topic um, right. because of history. Um, you know that's. It just all kind of rolled into one big ball of fuck, and it kind of came to a boil last night. But I think at the end of it, it was a productive conversation. Absolutely. And we've definitely, we've, we've, we now know a way forward, right? We've, we've kind of figured out, we've talked through it and, you know, hugged it out, so to speak. And yeah. you know, now we're like, okay, we understand the issue, we understand the problem, and how we need to communicate through this type of stuff in the future, and, and then carry, sally forth into the future for, for bigger, better things. So... I think a lot of issues that some people have is they turn arguments or disagreements into knockdown, drawn-out fights. Mm -hmm. And that's, if there's any piece of advice you take from this at all, we don't argue like that. Mm -hmm. We sit down and we talk. No one yells. No one screams. No one calls each other names. It's, that's not a productive way to have a conversation or come to a conclusion, and we just, we don't do that. And I think that's because it comes from a place of mutual respect. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I respect you as a person. I respect you as my wife. I respect you as the mother of my children. And there's no need for me to disrespect you, even if we disagree. Like, right. that, there's no, it's not called for at all. But, and I don't think we've ever even come close 
Um, there's been a couple times where we like got into a heated conversation. I think really early on, maybe we got into a heated conversation, and you would be like, "No, you don't get to talk to me like that." Mm-hmm. And I've learned, right? And same thing's gone the other way. Yeah. It's like, "No, you don't get to talk to me like that." Right. So we figured out like where our where that those safe places are in right. communication. And if either of us feels like we're gonna, at least from my side of the point, if I feel like I'm I'm leaning towards that. You know, and get, go, getting close to that line. Take a break. I take a breath. Walk away. I, I mean, I typically don't even walk away. I literally yeah. will stop that thought in its tracks and fucking take a breath, reel myself back down into a controlled measure, and re-engage the conversation from a different avenue. Yeah. Um, but if you have to walk away from it and come back, then you need to do that. Perfectly acceptable. Yeah. yeah. The problem mm-hmm. is, is the other person needs to know that it's going to a place that you don't want it to. And mm-hmm. that you need to walk away, because it can be a it can be a tumultuous situation if they're in the middle of a conversation and you're getting heated and you're like, nope, I can't deal with this right now and walk away. That other person's like, you know what I mean. That other person's like, well, what the fuck, you know? What was it they did it? It was in uh, How I Met Your Mother, and Lily and Marshall. They would get into those big fights, and when it got too bad, they would say pause, and the conversation was done. The argument was over, and then they would hug and they would stop, and then when they were ready, they would pick it back up again. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I, I don't know how realistic <laughs> that is, but like... No, but take the pause. Yeah. If you if you need that pause, you need to take that pause because your relationship is more important than any argument. But the other person needs to be... Uh, that was my point. The other person yeah. needs to be accepting of that pause. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think that has the potential to, to get ugly quickly. Um, but it all should come from a place of love. Like, just because we're in a disagreement or we're having a heated discussion about something doesn't mean that we ever stop loving each other. Um... And that we maintain that emotional support. And that's kind of what this conversation was about yesterday was not just financial support and spiritual support, but emotional support too. Even in the things that you feel the most vulnerable about, mm-hmm. you need to be vulnerable with your partner. You need to open up about the things that you wouldn't necessarily open up about other things and, and be okay engaging those conversations um, and providing that emotional support. And if your partner's not giving you the emotional support that you want, you have to find a way to communicate it clearly to them and not right. expect them to, you know, um, pick up on the hints or understand what you're not saying. And ladies, you need to understand that men don't understand hints. I, I, I don't know how many years have to go by or decades have to go by before you guys figure that part out. Men are very logical. If they say, is everything okay, and you say yes, they think everything's okay. Yeah, we're retarded. No, it's not the you should know what's wrong. They don't. They really fucking don't. <laughs> they have no idea. They will assume everything's fine because they think that if something's wrong, you will tell them. So just tell them. Please don't yeah. beat around the bush. You have to let them know what's wrong. Well, and so th- from the guy's point of view, right, when you play that game for mm-hmm. a long period of time, we eventually never take anything you say at yeah, face value. Absolutely. Because even when you're like, no, I'm fine, I'm going to be like, well, she's the last time she said she was fine, she wasn't fine, right? Like, exactly. We don't understand those subtleties. Well... I'm not going to say all of us, because some men are very metro. Hi, Andrew. Um, <laughs> Love you. <laughs> who, who can get those subtleties, right? Right. In, in language and inflection. I'm a fucking rock, and I don't get those things. Like, nope. I'm, you have to tell me like it is. Yep. Or it's not, I'm, I'm not going to get it. Days later, I'm going to bring it up, and you're going to be like, but you said you were fine. <laughs> yeah. So I thought everything was fine. Why are we, why are we upset Why now? are we talking about, Yeah. <laughs> Well, you my spell other, it out. the biggest problem that we've had up until this point in our communication is I still want to present solutions. Yes. Because that's my love language. 
My yeah. love language is problem solving. It's like I am just so inclined to okay, you have a problem. I want to help. I'm gonna and I'm gonna help you because mm-hmm. I'm in a, a person of service and that's how I show my my love and respect for you. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna help you and then you get frustrated and you're like I don't want your help. I want you to just listen to me. But then I get confused because I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just going to sit here and listen to you. And then you get mad because I don't respond to you. And I'm like, you know what I mean? And we get right. to this lull of like, okay, we need to figure out. And it's, we're not perfect. We're, we're still figuring out, you know. That's going to go on 20, 30 years. I yeah. mean, you guys won't have this figured out in 90, I would say 90, 90 probably 90% of the time, <clears throat> we've got... We, we understand how each other is talking and, right. and what the message is. It's There's always going to be that one thing. There's those couple of times, <clears throat> you know, that it happens where mm-hmm. I'm going to miss it or you're going to or you're going to miss it or whatever. Um, and it's just it's something you got to continue to work at. It is inherently masculine, though. What's up? The majority of men, when they're presented with a problem, they want to find a solution for it. Yeah. So when a woman, their woman, comes to them with, well, this is a problem, they're like, okay, how do I fix it? Yeah. Like, no. I don't want you to fix it for me. I want you to listen to me and support me. And if I tell you that Becky's being a bitch, you just go, well, fuck Becky. She's a bitch and I'll feel better. Don't go, okay, how the fuck do we deal with Becky? That's, that's now what the NC and that's what happens. <laughs> Women come to their men. They bitch, they vent. They just want to get it out. And then men are like, okay, how do I fix this? And they don't understand why the women are getting frustrated. And then yeah. women get frustrated that they just want to fix it. And it's... Honey, so, they're going to want to fix your problem. So start the conversation by saying, I don't need a solution. I just want you to listen. And then men will go, oh, okay. And kick back with their popcorn and listen to you bitch about Becky. <laughs> well, so that's the thing, though, is like <laughs> the problem that we run into is I, I'm more than happy to validate your opinion on most things because let's be honest, 60% of the things you talk about, I don't have an opinion on. So I, I, I don't necessarily care. Like, okay, fine. And I'll that's, that's where opinion, we have the problem. Right? I was like, well, have an opinion. And you, and you always laugh at me. And I'm like, no, have a fucking opinion. I, I came to you for an opinion. Have a fucking opinion. And it better be mine. <laughs> right? But then there's that times when, like, I disagree with the premise of your opinion, you know, mm-hmm. and that. And those, how dare you? Those. those <laughs> that's those, not how this works. You, you have to back me up here. <laughs> but it's, it's when I disagree with the premise of your opinion that that's when we, we, we have our little bit of a heated discussion about things. Yeah. Because you're like, no, no, this is what it is. And I'm like, but it's not, though. And you're like, yes, it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and it's, again, it's never animosic. It's never, you know, we're never, like, straight no. up fighting. And most of the time, some of those turn into, it's just funny. Yeah. Well, and it, because I demand that he has my opinion and he refuses. So. Because yeah, I'm a stubborn mule. You are. So are you. My opinion's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we're coming up on about 20 minutes right now. I figured that's. I've definitely gotten my point across that I was looking to try to get into this episode, which is, you know, it. You're never gonna win the fight. Like it's, it's gonna be a constant battle of of trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, what that sweet spot is in communication. And just when you think you've got it figured out, there's going to be something else that you just were missing. Um, and it is having a loving, functional relationship is work. Yes. And I think that's what scares off a lot of people. Is it's not easy. Not it's work. willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. But I'm and telling you. And the minute it gets hard, they bail. I'm telling you guys, it's 
so, so worth rewarding mm-hmm. to have a partner you know you can trust in, that you know you can rely on, that's going to be in your corner, and that believes in you and your vision and your life and supports you through everything that you do. And you've, But you've got to put in the work to, to support them as much as they support you in a lot of things. And that's something that everybody could use to be reminded of on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all comes back to that communication. I'm telling you, the biggest thing in any relationship is going to be your communication. You have to talk. And men and women are just vastly different. Just please accept that. Women are different. Men are different. We are not the same. We are not equal in that respect. We talk different. We communicate different. We think different. We act different. And you have to take that into consideration when you're trying to convey a point. Yeah. Or, in my case, ask for help. (laughs) <laughs> you definitely do. Um, but then, you know, at the same note is understanding how we're different and how to work within those to, you know, combine those two dualities mm-hmm. into a relationship that is wholesome and functional and going to support the family unit that ultimately is the end goal to most relationships. Anyway. Yep. And ours specifically. So yep. listen to each other, love each other, support each other. Share each other's opinion. Yeah, have a lot of sex. Oh, and then (laughs) um, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Have a good one. Peace. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please reach out on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to hear your feedback or suggestions on our next topic. See you next week.